Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is Friday, the uh, December the 9th, 2022. Y'all decided to wake up with your boy Ray G. And for that, glad y'all are in the building, man. I'm feeling good this Friday. A uh, little rain out here in Dallas, but it's going to be a damn good show. We uh, we got to get to those not-so-obvious starts of the week, but we have a new big board, 2023 big board from one Mel Kuyper, so you know we got to talk about that, baby. You know we got to talk about that. Who we got in the building this morning? Who we got in the building this morning? Let's talk to the people. What's going on, Dynasty Barry? Rico's in the building. What's going on? Seven gold rings, fizzle dollars. We'll hear him at the beginning every day. Dan Smith, Brandon in the building. Marlon, Tunchi, Dalton, Johnny Lillycrap, Chris, EV, Alex, AB, Ro, Patrick, Ty. What's up, baby? Y'all are in the building. That's good. That's good. That's good. We got to get into it, but we got to get to the money first. Y'all know what it is. Prize picks. Use that promo code Wake Up. 100% deposit match. If you are a first-time user, go over there. Go play them esports. I know some of y'all were betting on soccer and all that other shit. Come tap in, man. $100 prize picks gives you that. Y'all know I can't start the day without that coffee, baby. Michelle Adoro. Go get it. 15% off. It's the holiday season. It's a great Christmas gift. Get some coffee beans, nice porcelain mugs straight from Italy. They are hand-making these things for you, and we're giving you 15% off, baby. 15% off Get you some of that Michelle Adoro coffee. It's delicious, tasty, good, yummy. Mel Kuyper, 2023 NFL mock. We talked about it a little bit on the Wednesday show in relation to Anthony Richardson. Um, you know, Keyshawn Boutte is going back to school, all that good stuff. Last night, Caleb Williams was announced the winner of the Maxwell Award, Walter Camp Award, so he's going to win the Heisman Trophy. We know Caleb's going to win the Heisman. There were some rumors about Drake May potentially leaving North Carolina, and right now it looks like he's staying, but we'll see how that works out. Coach Prime getting everybody to transfer to Colorado. It's going to be fun. Jay, how you doing this morning, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's funny because I was out most of the day yesterday. So we come in, we start talking. You're like, man, did you see everything that happened? And, you know, outside of pretty much the Baker game, I missed a lot of it. And so I'm very curious about what else Prime does, because obviously we saw he brought in Mike Zimmer to bring to be his DC. We haven't talked about that yet. But like you just kind of hinted to, there is so many things that could happen. And I forget what the quote was from a Pac-12 coach. But he said something like, if half our kids were if if our kids were in the transfer portal, half of them would probably want to go to Colorado. And it's it's crazy because it's like, is it Dion the personality? Is it Dion the coach? Is it everything? Is it the allure? Is it the publicity? I just find it so fascinating, man. It's hard to believe that a guy of Dion's stature can still bring in all these recruits Dion, and be really man. successful because he's Dion. And it's Prime. like, I just it's very exciting. I, I almost want to see other people do this. 
but there's only one Dion, right? And yeah. so it's it's a very intriguing storyline. I'm very well, excited to see how it plays out in the Pac-12. Well, I think a good question, Jay, and and you know, my wife and I, we had talked about it, and then I saw a couple of other people. Shout out Felix Sharp from Campus to Ken. He had put the tweet on Twitter. He said, "What other player could have the same type of impact?" that Dion has had, like if they became a coach and some names that were thrown out there, Peyton Manning, Ed Reed, yeah. Ray Lewis. Uh, for me, I think it, you, you, it's not just the fact that they were great players. You have to have that kind of flamboyant personality. So for me, if I were in, I have no, I don't believe he has any inclination to coach collegiate football, but I think Chad Ochocinco could do it. I think yeah. Chad Johnson <laughs> has the name cachet. He's decorated enough as an NFL player that I think if he were like, I want to coach, I think he could have that same type of impact to pull kids into their school that Dion has. Um, but it's interesting, man. It's interesting. But, yo, we got to get to Mel Kuyper, and we're only going to look at the offensive skill position players. We're going to look at the okay. quarterbacks, the running backs, the wide receivers, and tight ends. And just because it's new and we're in that, we're in that season, right? It's draft season damn near. I want to look at who Mel has as the top 10 quarterbacks, top 10 running backs, top 10 wide receivers in this class. And I learned something new um, from my TDN counterparts, Jay. These these mocks, it's not, I didn't really, it's not Mel Kuyper actually, like he sat down and scouted. He's just asking around GMs. He's asking oh. from the league sources. Like this is aggregate information that he's receiving mm. from people in the draft community. And that's how he's building these big boards right now. He is not, from everything that I've heard, he is not, scouting right now this is you know the community sentiment for where these players are so let's dive into these because kind of had an interesting talk about uh old richardson the other day so let's talk about um mel kuyper's top 10 quarterbacks right now so let's just go through it let's zoom in here so everybody could see let's hide those running backs make it you need all right here we go so we got will levis at one bryce young at two cj stroud three anthony richardson four Jaden Daniels, who did declare at five, Hinton Hooker, his age and his ACL at six, Jaron Hall from BYU at seven, Jake Hayner, Fresno State, eight, Stetson Bennett, nine, and Tanner McKee from Stanford at 10. Just missing the cut, Bo Nix, Max Duggan, and this uh, this cat that's getting a lot of buzz, man, Tyson uh, Bagnett from Shepard. I'm seeing him all over the place. Re most touchdown passes, I believe, in college football history. He had D1 oh, offers. Really? He goes to a D2 school and has apparently lit it up. But what are your thoughts about Levis being here um, at the top, man? It's it's not – I don't want to say concerning, but I think your greater point about him just talking to GMs around the league, it makes a lot more sense why some of these names are – we're not necessarily all in on or we're seeing up on the big boards often – because these are teams and players who've been scouting players and teams for a long time. So, I mean, we'll get into the running backs and a player who has been up on this list for a while that no one talks about. But Levis being number one isn't surprising because, again, we've been talking about it forever. The NFL drafts tools and traits and not necessarily production. But it still surprises me. You know, it still surprises me that Levis is number one. And, this that's, is what and again, we saying. talked about how we keep talking about how he is locked in top 10. And and you have to ask yourself, why? You know, why is he locked in top 10? But him being number one on this list tells you all you need to know. They do not I mean, care what he did at Kentucky. They just they don't. don't care. Every, every news article that you read about him and his season, 
None of them seem to care. They're like, it's the size, it's the intangibles, it's if I get in. And I think, unlike running back, you know, and, and we were talking to Scott Connor about this, man. Unlike running back, you know what you have at running back right away. There is no two-year yeah. development window for a damn running back, right? Either you're good and you're going to get on the field and play early, or you're bad and you you'll, you won't see the field. Case in point, this year, just got to keep it real, right? Brees Hall, yeah, it started. He didn't start yeah. right away, but by week three, you knew he was the guy. Kenneth Walker didn't start right away, but the moment he got in, you're like, okay, he's the guy. It took a little bit of time for Rashad White to get his opportunity, but he's got an opportunity and he's succeeded. Yeah. It took a little while for uh, who's the other guy? Uh, um, James Cook. Took a little bit for yeah. James Cook to get opportunity, but he's getting opportunity. It looks good. Those guys are good. It's the ones who aren't playing at all. That's concerning, right? Spiller, who met name, name White. Yeah, K- Kyron Williams. Like yeah. those guys. Those are the ones where it's like, all right, man. I mean, how how patient are we going to be with the running back? With, with quarterback, it's not the fact that you need Levis to sit for two years, but maybe he needs to sit for six weeks, right? Six, eight weeks, half a year, sit one season, learn. But the fact that he's still being valued or viewed in this type of light. Just let you know that when it comes draft time, man, it's uh, it's probably not going to matter. Yeah, Pacheco, yeah. another one, right? He's a damn yep. seventh round pick, right? And and he got opportunity. Like he's good enough to get on the. F- you don't got to be patient with no damn running back. Running back can't get on the field year one. They're probably not good. Wide receiver, little bit of grace, right? Not everybody's chasing. It's going to come in and go sixteen hundred, right? But you yeah. can get you an eight nine hundred yard rookie rookie season. You know, you see some there, – there's some reasons to kind of explain away bad quarterback play. You give receivers a little grace. QBs, you got to be a little patient, a little more patient than you can with, like, the running back position. But um, this just tells me – I look at this list, and, Jay, uh, after four, however you want to rank those top four, I have little to no Don't interest care, right? in yeah. any of them. I have little to no interest in Jaden Daniels. I, 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 there's a lot of buzz about Jake Hayner. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I'll see him at the Senior Bowl. I think two risers that will will end up like working their way up the board as we go through the process will be Bo Nix and Max Duggan. And I don't think either of those guys are going to be any world beaters for us in fantasy football. But I I mean, right now, I would take Bo Nix and Mac du- Max Duggan over Stetson Bennett. I'll tell you that right now. I'd take both of them over Hendon Hooker, probably. So it just shows you that this quarterback class is is not that great, Jay. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Now let's get somewhere where some feelings are definitely going to get hurt. Let's take a look at the top 10 running backs according to Mel Kuyper. Number one, surprise, surprise, Bijan Robinson. There, Of all the positions this year in the rookie draft class, can we just go ahead and as a community just say there's one RB1 and let's move on and not even debate that? Like it's Bijan Robinson, right? Yep. Okay. Let's hope so at least. Let's hope so. All right. Um, Devon A. Chain at two, Jameer Gibbs at three, Dwayne McBride four, Blake Corm five, Marshawn Lloyd at six. Um, okay. Yeah, that was shocking. Yeah. Zach Charbonnet at seven, Tajay Spears, no issue with it. My boy Kendra Miller and Chase Brown at 10. Jay, I've been saying it for months. I think Chase Brown, Kendra Miller are going to be two of the biggest risers through the draft process. Just write that down, file that away. Love yep. me some Tajay Spears and I mean, at one point, Jay, I had Devon A-Chain kind of right there in my tier one as like RB4 or 5. For me, he's probably going to be five, or 5 through 7, but I just got to see how the NFL feels about him. He's one 
where he's going to test like crazy. I love the talent. I love the playmaking ability. But he's 5'9", 185 pounds. So I just need to see the yeah. draft capital for A-Chain. But do you notice any om omissions here, uh, Jay? Well, everyone's in the chat is is going wild about Sean Tucker, right? And uh, <laughs> Sean Tucker, I mean, one of your boys, right? You wanted him top five. Get the, get yeah, the hell out of here. This yeah, guy. No, no, no. I'm not saying he was top five, but he was a guy you wanted to, you know, see end up in the top five. I, I'm I'm very excited for you though, because I know your love for Devon A Chain and I know you're you're kind of holding that excitement in just a little bit I right am. now because it's still I early. Am. But you you want to put him right right up there with Jameer Gibbs. I do. You do, right? And I so do. and then obviously Zach Evans is the other one who's not on this list, who we did have pretty high in our projected rankings and stuff, but you know, he did get overtaken by a true freshman. By so a true maybe freshman. that says, <laughs> says something about SEC him. SEC freshman, Quinshawn Judkins, if y'all don't know the name, real damn deal. Five foot 11, 220 yeah. pound freshman who led the SEC in rush. Just incredible. Insane. But yeah, no Tank Bigsby, no yep. Blake Corum, no Zach Evans. No, no, Corum's there at five. I mean, right. uh, no, uh, no, no, Sean Tucker, no Tank Bigsby, no Zach Evans. Yeah, it's early. He's getting this information from somewhere, and um, this is just a, a gentle reminder that while we in the fantasy community want, like, I keep seeing people have Evans as like a top five rookie pick, and I'm just like, I wouldn't do it. Sean Tucker <laughs> or Kendra Miller, I, I get Tucker's fast. It's the it's the fantasy community that wants him to be this top three back. I don't think that's going to be the case. What have I been saying about yeah. Tucker all year, Jay? How's the NFL going to view a Syracuse running back? Right, like just not I good. Get, apparently, you, right? You see UAB <laughs> on here and Tulane and Lloyd, who hasn't done anything. Here's the thing: Tucker's going to go to combine. Tucker's going to run crazy fast. I don't I don't yeah. think he's some starting running back at the next. I don't think he's that kind of guy. I think he's a great complimentary piece that's going to be an excellent addition to an offense, but a cat that's going to carry the backfield. A, Scott Connor's been talking about this. There's about to be no such thing as a running back that just carrying the load in, in the backfield, yeah. right? Just it, it's split backs. That's how they use them. I don't know, man. I, I'm happy to see Corum on here. A-Chain, Chase Brown, Kendra Millers, and I love me some Tajay Spears. Zach Charbonnet is a, a Damian Pierce clone. He's the type of cat that literally from day one could walk in the NFL, plug and play, start and running back, may not be an elite kind of guy, but or a more explosive version of Brian Robinson. That's who Charbonnet is. Just a hammer. 6'1", 225 pounds, just a hammer, right, from day one. All right, let's go to wide receivers, Jay. Oh, let's see who just missed the list. Yes. Roshan Johnson, Kenny McIntosh, Sean Tucker, Eric Gray, Zach Evans, and Mo Ibrahim. All right, Jay, you ready for the wide receivers? No, I'm not. Okay. I haven't even looked at the wide receivers yet. Right, I did well, look we'll at the other ones. This one I haven't seen, so right, I'm excited we'll for this one. All right, we'll skip the fullbacks. Let's go to our top 10 wide receivers. Here we go. Number one, Jackson Smith Njigba, numero uno. JSN. Which is surprising. That is because did you see Todd McShay was Todd McShay was ripping JSN like a few days ago on ESPN. Yeah. He's talking about Jason's how he's not playing because he wants to go to the draft and he's actually healthy. I mean, Bruning tweeted it out because he basically said it was a bunch of bullshit. But that this is surprising, you know, seeing that McShay is out here ripping JSN for not playing, saying he's healthy and not playing, and he's a borderline first round, second round pick. But Mel Kuyper is is telling us that GMs still view him very highly. Maybe it's Ohio State. Maybe it's his last season. But number Again, one, 
This Definitely is, surprising this for me. This is information that he's receiving from people in the know. So just take it with a grain of salt. I'm just a conduit for the message, right? JSN at one, Quentin Johnston at two. I believe, Jay, when it's all said and done, I really, I truly wholeheartedly believe this. He'll be most people's wide receiver one. I think when it's all if said and done. If he's already two, right? <laughs> Once he runs 4-3, he's going to yeah, be well, number at, one. At six, even if he measures in at 6-3, right? 6-3, 210. When he runs 4-3, when he has a 40-inch vertical jump, when his broad jump Over. is almost 12 feet, um, I, I think he's going to end up being I think he's going to end up being the one. And he's he's very good. I'll just leave it at that. He is very good. I would take Quentin Johnson over Jackson Smith and Jigba, I'll tell you that. Uh, Jordan Addison at three. Uh yep. All right. Uh Zay Flowers at four. Josh Downs five. Jalen Hyatt six. Charlie Jones. We got us another white receiver, baby, in the top Yikes. 10. Antoine Pierce 2.0. Charlie Jones from Purdue at 7. Cedric Tillman at 8. Rasheed Rice at 9. Don't like that. He needs to be a little higher, in my opinion. And Dontavian Wicks from Virginia at 10. Let's look at the wide receivers who just missed the cut. We got Marvin Mims that didn't make it. Jonathan Mingo, Elijah Higgins, Jacob Cowing, A.T. Perry. I don't know any of the other guys. So, of the top 10, um, the biggest kind of shock to me to see was Zay Flowers at four. That Yeah. I, that's 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 a little shocking, right? Zay Flowers at four? Uh, well, I think the interesting thing about Zay Flowers at four is it really shows me that tear break and how much I'm missing seeing Kayshawn Boutte in this list, right? To really yes. make it seem like it's big. Like, I don't have a problem with Zay Flowers at all. I think he's a good receiver, but... There is no wide receiver four, wide receiver five, potentially even wide receiver six in this class that I'm like, okay, yeah, they probably deserve to be there. It's just someone has to be there. Is it Josh Downs? Is it Rasheed Rice? Is it Jalen Hyatt? But that tear break is looking massive right now. And I think that's the biggest thing is no matter who you want to slot it for, it feels like going from Jordan Addison to Zay Flowers or Josh Downs or Rasheed Rice or Cedric Tillman or Jalen Hyatt feels a like a massive off. tear gap. Yeah. Very big tear gap for yeah. me. I'd have Hyatt a little bit higher. Um, Butte not being in really kind of uh, it it leaves the door open. I think the top three are going to be the top three. Then I would think I would move Hyatt up to probably four. Rasheed Rice, Josh Downs, Flowers would be behind both of those guys. Tillman ahead of Charlie Jones. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna. This is. Um, I'll just say the receiver class is not strong this year. I think you've got. Three good candidates to be, uh, and of the top three, how many of them do I think walk into an NFL offense and like are the one? Quentin Johnston, Maybe probably. One. Maybe Johnston, one. probably. Right. Um, it's not a strong wide receiver class. I'll just say that the strength of this class is definitely in the running backs. And let's just look at the tight ends really quickly uh, to give a couple of names that I, I I need to watch a little bit more. Luke Musgrave from Oregon State. I've heard a lot of good things about that kid. I've not seen him play, okay. so I'll be checking out Musgrave. But you got Michael Mayer at one, which he will be the one for everyone. Tucker Craft at two. Luke Musgrave, three. Dalton Kincaid, one of my personal favorites at four. Sam Laporta at five. Darnell Washington, six. Davis Allen, Cam Latu, who will be at the Senior Bowl. Allen will be as well. Will Mallory and then Payne Durham from Purdue as uh, your top 10 tight ends. And I think there's some good tight ends in this class that we'll be able to grab third, fourth round. You know, a, a Cam Latu, Dalton Kincaid, Musgrave, Kraft. Those are going to be tight ends in tight end premium leagues, two tight end leagues that you'll be able to get um, pretty late in our rookie draft. So by and large, man, this you, you look at this list and 
what I would do is if if you still are at a spot where your trade line is hasn't passed or right after the season it opens up, keep all of this in mind. And and you know, if you're banking on finding you a rookie wide receiver to come in and and be a contributor for you, and maybe you've got like the 110, 111. Maybe the play is to trade that for maybe like a Hollywood Brown. Can you get rid of that 111 yeah. for Devontae Smith or or something along there? Just take a look and keep in mind the depth of this class, where it's at, where it's located. You know there's a bunch of good running backs. If if Zach Evans and Tucker and McIntosh didn't even make the top 10, even if you swap some of those guys out, it's still very deep at the running back position. And like we talked about and been talking about, very thin at quarterback. So use this information to sort of construct your offseason roster moves in Dynasty Fantasy Football, Jay. But we got to get to the news. We got a little bit, Jay. So um, I think we'll uh, we'll get into straight facts with you, man, and we'll knock out the news, and then we'll get into some Week 14 stuff. Let's go straight facts. The biggest news in the world of sports. Covered and brought to you by one man, Jordan Richards. This is Straight Facts, presented by Michelle Adoro. All right, Ray. So here's the biggest problem is that we have a ton of bye weeks this week, and we have a lot of injuries on top of that. Now, some of the good news we are getting this week, Joe Mixon will be returning to the starting lineup for the Cincinnati Bengals. He did practice in full on Wednesday and fully expected to play and be the one per Bengals.com. Kenneth Walker, though, did not practice Thursday, neither did DJ Dallas. So we are looking at a pretty ugly backfield for Seattle with Geno Smith also being limited in practice with a shoulder issue on Thursday. Now, Jalen Waddle did practice in full, so he should be good to go. Mike Williams as well should be good to go. Cortland Sutton was DMP'd on Thursday, so we'll see what happens with him today. If he can practice, then hopefully he's going to play. If not, he's probably looking like he's not going to. Traylon Burks with his concussion didn't practice. I honestly don't expect him to play this yeah. week. Probably the best for him. Brandon Cooks expected to be out. Lamar Jackson also didn't practice. We don't expect him to play. And then Teron Armstead, the Dolphins' left tackle, got a limited practice in, which was a little bit surprising because he was dealing with a bit of an injury. They have a big game this week against the Chargers. That's kind of what we're looking at injury-wise right now. And then obviously we had a game on Thursday Night Football yeah. yesterday. Baker Mayfield. Talk about it. Two. Two. Talk not one. It. But two drives to lead that team to a victory, Ray. I don't think there's more shocking story in sports. This guy got picked up off waivers on Wednesday, started the game on Thursday, a little rusty. Well, he didn't start. He in. didn't start. He didn't start, though. He, he didn't he, start? No, he didn't start. Walford started. John Walford oh, started. What it was only fake. for a series. So if you tapped in yeah. late. I tuned in a little late. I yeah, a little he didn't late. start. He started a series, and then they were like, no, they put back, but continue. Because, yes, Baker. You yeah, you dog Baker out a couple of days ago, uh, saying no one should care. Um, you know the YouTube. The Rams should care, right? The Rams should care. Apparently, twenty-two for thirty-five, two thirty touchdown. Obviously, game-winning touchdown on a great play, right? Right to Van Jefferson down the left sideline. It was a great throw. Um, I mean, I still don't care, but great job by Baker and an epic collapse by your Raiders. There is no reason the Raiders should lose this game, but all the credit to Baker Mayfield to come in to a room. I think Sean McVay said they practiced 10 plays on Thursday or something. Like, they had nothing. He's called, Someone made a joke on Twitter. He's like, Baker Mayfield's in the huddle saying, yeah, run play number 14, run play number 7, because that's all he knows. He doesn't know the language or anything. But to come in and win wow. this game, zero preparation, it's I think it's I think it's what makes me realize more than anything else, right? Is 
as bad as Baker Mayfield is, this is kind of what gets drafted quarterbacks drafted really high in the draft and why they get these chances because he's entertaining, man. He's he has he has the ability to do this for better or worse. And I don't that's know how what this gets happened. people drafted. Jay, they well, punted the Raiders the ball. are terrible. That's Brandon why. Powell lets it lets it bounce. It's like a minute and a half left, right? Let's it bounce, bounces to the two. I'm like this. I'm, all I'm thinking is pick six, strip sack, fumble, touchdown. Nope, he got you know got a pass interference call. Um, there was a it wasn't a, a, a unsportsmanlike Jerry Tillery slapping yeah. the ball out of Mayfield's hands, like just stupid stuff from the Raiders, just stupid stuff, right? And and he's deliberate. I mean, he's got two two Atwell and Ben Skoranek out there looking like, I, I mean, it, it's looking Robert like, Woods and Cooper Cup. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's Woods and Cup. It's Woods and Cup. It's it's Megatron and and whoever else White Megatron out there Moss and DBs. I mean, look at Skoranek, Jay. I, I had him in a best ball league, seven for eighty nine for Skoranek. Killed it, killed it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I was expecting two catches for twelve yards. I mean, Baker drives him down the field. He's the. I mean, we asked this Sorry, question: Is, Baker, season, is right? Baker going to be a starting quarterback next season? Do you think he's going to be a starting quarterback somewhere next season? To get the job outright in the offseason, like yes, leaves somebody... the Rams. So Ray, but I will say no as of okay. right now. But I think Ray, if he plays well enough. Could this open the door for him to be the starting quarterback of the Rams next season? Because we've already talked about if Stafford leaves, if McVay leaves, they need to have someone a quarterback, and that quarterback could be, for all we know, Baker Mayfield. If he if he stays in the system and they like him and they like what he's done with the team, maybe they just keep him because they got nothing to lose. Jay, I, I don't know, man. I don't I don't want to go that far. All I know is it was a hell of a comeback by Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. uh, and Skip Bayless is going to go off today. I got to watch Skip because he's, oh he's going to go off. Him and Shannon it. might come to blows. I give him his credit, man. I give him his props. Yeah. He beat the. And what's so fresh? The Raiders were awful. The, uh, Derek Carr, 11 for 20, 137, one of the worst interceptions you will ever see, right? Uh, Jay, I'm going to tell you my, my big takeaway from this, man, is. I'm so happy that Josh Jacobs is going to get a bag. He's going to get paid after this season. I don't want anything to do with him after this year. They are running yeah. him into the ground. And Legit. he's clearly not 100%, but he's fighting through it because he knows it's payday season. We may never see this level of Josh Jacobs ever again after this season. After he gets paid, he's fighting through injury. 19 carries in the first half. He had 27 carries, two receptions. I mean, they're just pounding him up the middle. Devontae Adams... Starts the game off, Jay, I think first series, has a uh, beautiful one-handed 30-something-yard yeah. catch, has another one, and then he only catches one more pass for the rest of the game. One more pass for the rest of the game. Adams did nothing. I needed him this week in some spots, Jay. What the hell? It looked like he was due for a 200-yard game, and he finishes with 60, 70 yards, man. Like, what well, the hell? Ray, what's yards. hilarious, right? You know what I've noticed, this correlation with the Raiders, when Devontae Adams has a good game and they actually get him the ball, they tend to win the they game. Win. I mean, go figure, right? Go figure. And then when they don't get him the ball, they lose. Yeah. It's it's very shocking to see a player of his caliber play well and the team win versus when he doesn't do anything due to the coaching and the quarterback play. They lose the game. But that's yeah. the Raiders for you. We thought they were kind of on the ascension again. We and then thought. they lose to the Rams. Yep. Yep, Rams four and nine, Raiders five and eight, and that probably was the nail in the coffin 
for any Raiders playoff hopes. Uh, but, Jay, we got a bunch of games this week. I know we got a bunch of teams on by. So let's start with some not-so-obvious starts at the quarterback position. Where you want to go, Jay? So quarterback is very ugly this week. It My is. only guy that I really like is Trevor Lawrence. He is dealing with a foot injury. Um, he did not practice on Thursday. So we'll see if he practices today. If he gets a limited work in, then he's probably going to play. He plays Tennessee, number two in fantasy points allowed to the quarterback position. So even with his injury, I think you have to risk it. There's a lot of studs this week. Like you're starting Jared Goff, you're starting Kirk Cousins, and then there's a ton of studs beyond those guys. Outside of that, it's really gross. But outside of Trevor Lawrence, my next guy up, I think, is Mac Jones. He faces I was Arizona. Say Mac Jones. Yeah. Okay. So Mac yep. Jones faces Arizona at number four. Uh, number four, allowing fancy points to quarterbacks. Arizona also gives it up a lot to the tight end. So Hunter Henry, not going to bury the lead there. Start of the week for the tight end position. But I did want to play a quick game of Would You Rather, Ray, just to talk about the other potential yep. options. Let's do it. Mac Jones or Russell Wilson versus Kansas City. Mac Jones, not a doubt. Jay Rich. Not a ever-loving doubt in my mind. I would start Mac Jones over Russell Wilson, brother. There, there, what about and, you? Well, I'm with you. I'm with you. And especially if Corlin Sutton is out, right? Now you have Mac Jones or Brock Purdy versus Tampa Bay. Mac Jones. I, I'm not I'm not trusting him versus Tampa. I'm not doing it, Jay. I, I can't so then, put my Week 14 playoff hopes, championship yeah. aspirations – on the right arm of Brock Purdy. I can't do it. Not versus Tampa Bay. No, sir. No, sir. Okay. I'm with you there as well. Now your boy, Daniel Jones versus Philly. Mac Jones versus oh. Arizona or Daniel Jones versus Philly, who are the best team in the NFL at fantasy points allowed to opposing quarterbacks 11.9 per game, Ray, which is, like I said, your best in the NFL. This is your guy, though, Daniel Jones. Big game this week versus Philly. Would you trust him over Mac Jones? Oh, man. It's tough. It is tough. I don't know what the answer like, is. It's tough. but could, could the game script be Philly gets up on the Giants early mm-hmm. and then they just Absolutely. they just have to come back and Jones is forced to run around, gets a couple mm-hmm. of cheap touchdowns, garbage times his way to some fantasy relevance? I'd probably start Daniel Jones over Mac Jones, but it is um, this is not the ideal matchup that I'm looking for yeah. for all of my Daniel Jones shares. This is not what I'm looking for, Jay. But I'd probably, I would probably start uh, Daniel Jones over Mac. Yeah, yeah, because the turnover potential for Daniel Jones is extremely high in this game, right? So that's one of the big concerns. The next guy on the list is Kenny Pickett. Would you start Mac Jones versus Arizona or Kenny Pickett versus Baltimore? Mac, D- this and is then gross. The la- the last one is Mac Jones or Tyler Huntley versus Pittsburgh on the other side of that game. I'm okay with Huntley. I think I, I think I would roll the dice with Huntley. He's over got, Mac? He's got Andrews. Over, I would roll the dice with Huntley over Mac. I okay. think I would roll and the then, dice. Then the only one who I think you would take, who's kind of on the fringes of if he's a stud or not, is Deshaun Watson, right, versus Cincinnati this week. I ain't would you it, play Deshaun Watson? I, I can't. You're not doing it? I can't. He, he's got a part. He, he looks so bad. I can't do it, Jay. I can't. I've got to see it before I believe it, baby. I can't do it with Deshaun Watson right now. He will not be starting for me. So then I think for us, our final list of kind of the not so obvious guys would be Trevor Lawrence, Daniel Jones, and then Mac Jones. Jones. And then you did mention Tyler Huntley as a guy you would maybe start over Mac Jones. I think those guys are a little bit closer. Okay, so question for me, for you then, last one, Tyler Huntley or Daniel Jones? Because you kind of said you'd start Tyler Huntley over Mac Jones. So would you start Tyler Huntley over Daniel Jones? Probably. 
Okay. So then it would be Trevor Lawrence, Tyler Huntley, Daniel Jones, Mac Jones. That's kind of our final list. And yeah. everyone else is basically, we're not starting those guys. Agreed. Agreed. I, and I, I, I don't want, I mean, I'll just ask you, any interest in Sam Darnold versus the Seahawks? No. He, he didn't even make the list, man. Like, I can't do it. I, I just, mean, okay, yeah. I, I mean, he's. I'd rather start Brock Purdy than Sam Darnold, personally. I just then at least I'm I'm buying into the weapons and the players, not the last talent. one. Your boy Mike White over any of them. I don't think I could do it against the Bills. Against the Bills, right? I didn't mention Geno Smith either. I, Geno Smith. I, I mean, is, I don't even think, I think he's an guys, obvious right? start yeah. at this point. Geno, yeah. Goff, you're starting those Kirk two. Kirk Cousins, all those guys. Kirk right? Cousins, like, yeah. Tom Brady, like yeah. you're starting them. The, the ones well, that Tom I, Brady may be a question. What? Where are you at with Tom Brady? Are you because again he's playing the Niners? He's pretty low on the list if he's playing the he's, 49ers. I know he's going to throw the ball fifty something times. So I'll yeah. just I'll just bet on the volume, right? Russell Wilson yeah. cannot do it versus Kansas City. I can't do it, man. Um, Ryan, uh, it, Davis Mills versus Dallas, absolutely not. Dude, you want to talk about a negative, like negative output? Davis Mills versus the Cowboys. Can't do it. Watson versus they the Bengals. They are throwing him to the fucking wolves, dude. They got Kyle Allen starting, and they're like, hey, Davis Mills, how about you go play Dallas this week? Yeah, I, I dude, can't do it, man. I, I can't killed. do it. I can't do it, Jack. Oh, can't do it. All right, let's get into some yeah. running backs, baby. So the only running back I like, this is another, this is really gross. If you have a running back this week, be thankful. Because the only <laughs> guy who like. There's a couple of good a, ones, man. There's a couple. I, I, get, I, ma I made a list, right? And we'll do the same type of thing here. But Jeff Wilson versus the Chargers is like, you have to play him. But Ray, I am so nervous because, again, the two matchups we target every week, the Houston Texans and the Los Angeles Chargers. He's playing uh -huh. the Chargers this week, who have allowed 89 yards each of the last six weeks to a running back, whether it's Tyler Algier or Josh Jacobs, Isaiah Pacheco. Like, everybody's going for 100 against them, basically. So I like Jeff Wilson a lot, but I like Jeff Wilson against Houston, and he had, like, 30 yards because Mike McDaniel said, you know what, two is our quarterback, and we're going to throw the ball. You know what Jeff Wilson had last week versus the Niners? One for three. Well, tougher matchup, so I will forgive him for that. So it's like, again, the matchup is great. Is it Mostert or Wilson? I don't know. Uh, I don't want to But play. outside of that, right, would you play Najee Harris versus Baltimore? Volume yes. back, yes. going to be the lead guy. Yes. So you're fine with yes. him. Your boy Damian Pierce versus your Cowboys defense. Is there yeah. any way in hell you, you got to play him? You just, you're not, you're not going to sit him. You got to play him. And then Latavius Murray versus Kansas City, who's another volume type of back where I don't love him, but he gets the volume every week. He's got some type of floor, I think, compared to some of the other guys that we have on this list. I don't want to play Latavius Murray. I'll tell you that. Like, I don't, I'm not excited <laughs> about that, of, of plugging him in the lineup at all. Um, I don't like it. I don't like that. All one. right. <laughs> so let me give you some other options then. I mean, so you do have James Cook versus the Jets, and but as well, he's going to be splitting probably with Singletary. Yep. So how do you feel about that backfield situation this week? Because it could be a blowout, could see a lot of Josh Allen, but I don't think we know how it's going to play out. And that should make starting both those guys a little bit difficult. I'm still starting Singletary in a couple best ball leagues and stuff. He's going to probably make my lineup. But if I had to make the decision, I think you're right. Najee Harris for sure. Damian Pierce, though, over those guys, I don't know. I mean, I don't, Jay. It's what are we? It's, what else are we doing? What else? What else are we doing? 
Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know, and and that Jets defense is still pretty good. Like I don't expect a lot from the it's, backs. It's awesome. It's a fantastic defense. It's legit. and it's a situation we don't understand. We don't know who's getting the work, how much volume they're getting, where that volume is going, if they're even going to run the ball at all. Because there's games where they just decide, hey, we're not going to run the ball. And then on the other side, would you start Bam Knight versus the Bills? Because we expect a heavy negative game script for them on the Jets on the road. In Buffalo, can Bam Knight be started? I think he has gonna, a pulse. I think that's the way that they need to neutralize Buffalo's offense is try to keep them off of the field, run the ball, control yeah. it with Knight. Salah's already come out to say Bam Knight's not going anywhere. We know Michael Carter's probably back. Uh, good defense, so maybe they can get a couple of early stops on Buffalo and just try to ball control it. So I think if you have Bam Knight, I think you've got to fire him up. You've got to fire up Deontay Foreman again. Like you got to fire him up versus Seattle. You have to. Um, I know on the other side of that ball, no Kenneth Walker, right? Is Kenneth Walker out or is it trending towards being out? Yeah, so Kenneth Walker and DJ Dallas both dealing with injuries. Both we're going to see about Friday today. If they actually practice, if they do, then maybe they play. But if they don't, we're looking at Travis Homer and Tony Jones Jr., in the backfield for Seattle. And they signed um, Wayne think- Gallman. They signed Wayne Gallman oh, off the streets. Oh, God. Wayne Gallman. I think I would start Travis Homer though against the Carolina defense. I, He's I'm got fine a knee with that. Injury. I don't want to. I don't want to start so any he, of those guys. He practiced man. in full. He practiced he in full yesterday. Okay. So he's so he should be good to go. I mean, to your point, how healthy is he relative to the other backs? I don't know, but at least he did practice in full. He's not limited. Okay. Uh, so he should be the guy, and obviously has been in that system for a few years. So I would, would potentially trust him if Dallas and Walker are out. Someone's got to run the ball, and we have seen him in the past have some pretty good. Rushing appearances early in the season. I believe there's a game where Rashad Penny got hurt. Kenneth Walker wasn't back yet. And Homer had like 80 yards and a half or something. He had a really good half there. So I would trust him. But then you have Rashad White and Leonard Fournette. You know, can they catch enough passes to be viable versus the 49ers, man? Like, because they're not going to run the ball at all. We know that already. And you don't, in in last game, we're thinking White has had the takeover and it's all Leonard Fournette. No, yeah. Rashad White ain't even in. You're like, what happened? Well, he fumbled, right? He, well, it was the well, fumble. It, it, yeah. And that's and the, he caught a late touchdown pass, right, to save the, yeah. save his day. But, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head, Jay. If you've got a running back that's survived till week 14 that's not on by, no Alvin Kamara, no Jonathan Taylor, uh, you just got to play him. No Brian Robinson, no Antonio Gibson this week. You have to play these guys, man. Like, you, there, there's no... I don't. I can't name a back that you're not ro- rolling out this week. Nick yeah, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's a maybe. Um, Isaiah Pacheco versus Denver. How do you feel about that situation? I don't love it personally. I think he's kind of a guy that's. I don't love somewhere it. in the middle. I don't want to play him. But you, you but, have to. You're, you're, yeah. You, who are who are you going to sit him for? You have to. Not really anybody, right? You it, have maybe to. if you picked up Travis Homer or something. You I'm like not starting no better, damn but, Travis Homer over Isaiah Pacheco. I'm not doing that. I think you. Uh, would you play the backup running back to Christian McCaffrey? Would you play Jordan Mason? Is oh, that... no. No, 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 no. We're going not so no, obvious, no. man. Or would you play? I can't you know... do that. Okay. All right. I can't do that. I, You know, I think you're looking at, and then you have, we haven't even talked really much about the Patriots and the Cardinals, but you're starting James Conner against the Patriots. How do yes. you feel about that situation? I think I you kind of have to. The Patriots defense is legit, but you got to play Conner. You're going to play Ramondre yeah. Stevenson. And oh, yeah. And that's it. Conner and Stevenson. He'll smash. Those are it. Yeah, and then Tough you guy. have Etn, Henry, right? Like Eckler, and those are obvious ones. You're firing studs, them up, man. Yeah, if Tony got, Pollard. 
If you've got like a living guys. body, a breathing body, you're firing them up this week. Honestly, that there, yeah. there's no. I think I think the position where you can get a little like tight ends. If you got one that's active, you got to start them. There's not a not so obvious tight end start of the week. If you have them, they're healthy and they're active. You got to start them, right? Hayden Hurst, got to start them. Um, I'm just looking through the tight ends. Evan Ingram, you got to start them. Yeah. Like, you, you just have to start these guys, Jay. Kate Otten, you probably got to start them for San Francisco. You just got to go. You just got to start these guys. Everett, you're starting them. Uh, I want to talk about the receivers who you're not comfortable playing this week. Like, Ooh. there's some not so obvious ones. I think for me, the big one, the top of mind was Zay Flowers for me. But any of them versus Detroit, Jay, like Zay Flowers. I mean or Zay, Zay Jones. Zay, Fla- Zay Jones. Zay Jones. I'm, versus I'm in Tennessee, rookie yeah. mode. Yeah, yeah, Zay Jones. You got to start <laughs> Zay Flowers too. Zay Jones. Yeah. Zay Flowers. You got to start both of those guys. Lions offense is great. Defensively, we know they're not that good. So if T Law's in, you start all your Jags receivers, right? You're starting Kirk. You're starting yeah. Jones. Yeah, so, you're starting. So I think I think yeah. If T Law's in, I love Zay Jones. I love Kirk. Um, probably not going to start Marv, but yeah, against Tennessee, one of the worst defenses in the league, yep. a lot of the most passing yards in the league, smash spot. But without him, um, one of my really ugly guys I'm considering here is DJ Shark. DJ Shark up against Ooh. the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings have been a sieve on defense. You know, we talk about not so obvious. You want to start Jared Goff at home where the Lions put up almost 30 points a game. As well, DJ Shark, it was a revenge game, so I'm not going to put a ton of stock into the revenge game. But again, another matchup that's very exploitable. We saw the Patriots absolutely destroy the Vikings, and yes. Mac Jones threw for a ton of yards. So I think this is another matchup where they can exploit it. They will use the backs a lot. But DJ Shark, ugly. Like, I'm not excited about it. But if you need someone deep down in the depths of hell, I think there's worse matchups here. Now, I, the game that I think I don't know what to do with is the Ravens and Steelers game. It's not a game that should be 30 to 27, but it's a game that could be because both those defenses are not very good. And I don't trust the quarterbacks, but again, Deontay Johnson dealing with a potential hip injury. So if he doesn't play, Ray, would you feel comfortable starting George Pickens against that Baltimore defense, knowing he'd be basically the only guy there? So you're just betting on the volume and that he can do something with it and Pickens can get him the ball. I started George Pickens last week, and that dude gave me a goose egg. I mean, I think the I think these these are it's I think for wide receiver Jay, these are the questions that we have to ask. Like, can you start this guy? Right? Like, yeah. can you trust Pickens this week? And you I'm can't trust you, him, but would scary, you trust him? Right? right? Yeah. Like, I, I know people want to buy into the Mike White has helped Elijah Moore, but can you even risk starting him? This week versus Buffalo. Like, can you afford an Elijah Moore in your roster this week? No. Nope. Can you can let me just ask you, let me get to some better names, Jay. Can you start Amari Cooper or Donovan Peoples Jones versus Simpson? Yes. So so we are on opposite sides of this spectrum, Ray. Okay. This this for me is the Deshaun Watson breakout, quote unquote, game. It's not that he's gonna be good. But again, they're playing Cincinnati. They're not playing the fucking Houston Texans this week. They can't afford to score Cincinnati's three points on Cincinnati's defense has been pretty good, man. So I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm with you on that. But again, this is fantasy football. This isn't my future quarterback franchise. All the, okay. This is this week in fantasy football. I think Deshaun Watson is going to have to throw the ball 40 times. Right, I, They're not going to be able to lean on Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. Since he's not stupid, they watched the tape last week. They'll put eight nine, ten guys in the box because they know all they have to do is stop Nick Chubb. And they force Deshaun Watson to throw the ball. And so I believe, Ray, that you can start these guys, 
only because I think they're going to have to throw the ball. They're going to be behind, and he will volume his way to production for all of his players. Whether it's David Njoku, who got a limited practice this week, he may actually be in the lineup, so that would be great for Watson. And then obviously DPJ, who had a modest week with a couple receptions, and then Amari Cooper. I understand the road Amari Cooper thing, though, so maybe you don't want to start Amari Cooper on the road, but I just I believe the volume is going to be there. It's just can Watson deliver 20 completions on 40 attempts? And for like 250 yards. So you're fine That's with starting Coop and Donovan Peoples-Jones this week. You're good rolling them out there. Must You got to have it this week. You're all right starting I think both so. of those guys. I think so. You know, because I look at some other situations, right? I don't even love, I'm starting the Bucks. I don't love it though against the Niners, right? You're probably starting your Chargers, but you don't have the Palmers to start because Mike Williams is back. You don't have the DeAndre Carters to start because Keenan Allen is back. Yeah. So everyone who has their studs is kind of back already. You potentially lose the Jaguars. You're not starting any Titans. You're starting your Bills. You don't want to start your Jets. You're starting you your Chiefs. Start, well, you, There's you, no you Broncos start Garrett. to start. You're starting Garrett Wilson. You're starting Garrett Wilson regardless. Yeah, but you don't love it. Texans, we're not starting anybody there. Nobody. Even the Cowboys... Are you? Do you want to start Michael Gallup in a game where it should be forty to nothing by the end yes. of the first quarter? Because they're going to put up points. They're going to put foot in them. They're, they're just going to run it up. They, we saw them drop. They're going to yeah. run it up on Houston. You're starting your Cowboys. You're starting Garrett Wilson. I think the the bigger question, like you said, is you know, like you can't start any Titans receiver. None of them. Like no. maybe Hooper. You can start off. I got to start Hooper in a spot because tight end is brutal. You're not starting Robert Woods. You're not starting Nick Westbrook Akine. Right. From the Giants, you're starting Darius Slayton, but you don't yeah, feel you good to. about that versus versus that Philly defense. Pittsburgh. Yeah. This those are the two games for me, right? Like I think you look at the Ravens, the Ravens players, the Steelers players, and the Browns players are interesting spots that people aren't really going to talk about. The rest are either you have a stud or you don't, right? Well, are you, you starting, make the case are you for, starting for Judy Carolina. versus Kansas City with how the Russell's playing? Like, well, if Sutton's, like if, Sutton, if Sutton's if Sutton's out, you have to. Like if Sutton's out, I if don't Sutton's care. In, I'm, I'm playing to. If Sutton's in, you have to. Like who probably, else are you gonna play? Probably. You know, you go to probably. Carolina. Do I want to start DJ Moore? You got no, to. But you probably do. I mean, he he was good with Sam. Man, Donald, they're gonna have Tyreek Woolen on him. Woolen versus yeah. Moore. Like Donald, it, this it's a it's a shit week, man. Like you just. You got to just bite the bullet and pray this week. You just yeah. got to bite the bullet and pray at wide receiver because all these court, like I'm looking at these quarterbacks, Darnold versus Seattle, probably not going to end well. That's probably not going to end well. Um, yep. You know, Brock Purdy, you got to fire up Debo. You got to start Debo. Oh, you got to no. start Kittle. You got to start. I, like, think about that. Think of, think about and the you players that you have to I start. I don't want to start Debo. Are you going to bench? Oh. Who do you bench him for? Like think about Nobody. These, think There's about no the quarterback for. play and these receivers that you have to start this week because what else are you gonna you got to start the Broncos receivers even though Russ has been been oh, bad you have to start nice. DJ Moore even though it's Sam Darnold versus the Seahawks you have yeah. to start your your 49ers with a seventh round rookie quarterback versus Tampa Bay you have to start them you have to start Darius Slayton from the Giants versus Phil this yep. is rough you've got to start yep. your, your your Pittsburgh Steel this is. That's what I'm saying. What's what's scary is that you you're talking about entire rosters, Ray, where there is one startable wide receiver, one DJ Moore, Darius Slayton, Jerry Judy, or Corlin Sutton. We'll see there. You know, like Garrett Wilson on the Jets, and there should be a ton of volume there. We just don't trust it. Like, it's scary, man. Scary hours this season. Scary. And my thing is, and 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 with that, man, it's like 
And and we've got one that's been wiped off the board with the shit night. Devontae Adams. You know? He's he's yeah. already like you're you're counting on him to be your, you know, a top three guy this week versus the Rams. Versus and he gets his three passes for 79 yards. So it's like that's one. Crushed off by the old board. Ben Skaronic, right? Oh, oh outproduced by old Ben and damn near damn near the same amount of points that Tutu Atwell put up. Because he had five for yep. fifty. So yep. it's um you got to fire him up. This is uh this is rough, man. Tight ends. Uh, we talked a little bit about Hooper. You can start Chig. I think you have to. So the other guy we didn't talk about was: Would you start Adam Thielen this week versus the Lions? That's that. That's the game. I think if you were talking about like DFS and and playing, yeah, play, like it's like a fifty-two and a half point over under. Last time I checked, it's yeah. going to be very high scoring, very very high scoring, and hopefully, like we expected last week, it to be high scoring with the Jags and and the Lions. The Vikings can actually put up points and score and score. Like Jets should have a massive game. Um, I think Thielen could have a big game as well. You obviously have on the other side, Detroit should be able to put up points on Minnesota. Jared Goff probably have a decent game there. That's that's where I'm targeting, you know, but would you start Thielen? I think Thielen would be pretty high on the rankings because the matchup is good. You're just praying he scores because the volume hasn't quite been there, but they're going to have to put up points in this one. I think that's great for Thielen, potentially, obviously, Jets, you want to play. And then I think at, at tight end, TJ Hawkinson, he's been getting the volume. And I think in this revenge game for him, right, going back into Detroit, they probably want to get him the ball and make sure he has a good game as well. Oh, man. That's where we're at. This has been a wild fantasy season. I mean, any tight ends, that sneaky ones, you got to start Bellinger. I see people in the chat talking yeah. about Bellinger. Um, uh, somebody said Hayden Hurst is out. I don't even know what that means for Cincinnati. I don't I don't even know what that means. Um, if Njoku's matter, right? limited again today – and he's active on Sunday, you got to start him with fear, with absolute fear that he finishes the game. Denver, you're starting Greg Dolchitz. The Buccaneers, yep. you're starting Cade Otten. The Seahawks, yeah. I don't I'm even know. I'm starting not Hayden Hurst. Um, Hunter Henry is the main one. you got to wait until Monday night, but he's playing the Cardinals, so Cardinals are good. Um, is there any tight end of consequence on the Carolina Panthers? Because they're playing the Seahawks. Seahawks are also no. off against tight ends, but no. there's no one of no, no one you want to play there. No. Um, I think, would you play Jack Stoll this week against the Giants? Giants actually a pretty good tight end matchup, but he hasn't got the ball at all lately. No. N-O. Yeah. No, Jay. I'm not starting yeah. Zach Stoll. Jack Stoll. Jack Sparrow. I'm not starting him. Jack Skeleton. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm not starting any Jacks versus uh, from, from Philadelphia. Not happening. It's just brutal. Would you start Would you start Pat Fryermuth this week versus yes, the Ravens? Yes, I think that's yes. a pretty good matchup. I mean, I'm, I, I'd, right? be, I'd be enthralled to have Pat Fryermuth on a roster that I have to start Josh Oliver this week. Yes, give me Fryermuth, please. Please. Just don't start any Dolphins tight ends. You don't start anyone from the Dolphins. Chiefs, yeah. you get Kelsey, and that's it. It's just, this is where we're at. Injuries, non-performing quarterbacks, shitty offenses. This is what we have to deal with this week. So if you have a healthy living body, uh, you just got to roll them out there, Jay. And that's really where we're at at this stage of the season. Hawkinson is locked and loaded. You're firing him up. I yeah, do think that Vikings, that Vikings-Lions game is one to target. And did you see that DeAndre Swift is on the injury report now? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course he is, right? Of course he is. Of course. I think he did get a full practice in yesterday, though. So I think he should be. Okay. I think I did see that. He's okay. He should be okay. I need him this week, so. <laughs> yeah. This is, Joe, you hit the nail on the head. The, the chat isn't working on our like system but i see it on youtube joe hit the nail on the head she said it's really time to grind this is where we shine is what it is you gotta i think i think the big thing is jay 
Don't make any like, don't make any decision literally until like Sunday at 11. Wait till the yeah. inactives, inactives come in, actives, inactives, and really grind. Like I know mentally we're like, oh yeah, you got to fire up Mike Evans, but maybe there's a bet. Let me ask you, Zay Jones or Mike Evans this week? I think it's got to be Zay Jones. Like I don't even, I, I really don't even think it's even that close. Like we saw, we saw Mike Evans get basically bracketed for a whole game versus the Saints. I don't know why the Niners wouldn't do anything different because they they know you have to stop Mike Evans. You can you know limit Chris Godwin, let him methodically go down the field, but he's not going to kill you the way Mike Evans will kill you down the field. And I think the Jaguars just they have to attack the Titans. The Titans are god awful. Like but Christian they, but- Kirk, Zay Jones should be dynamite as long as Trevor's healthy and playing. I, I think you have to trust him to deliver the ball because there's nobody else to play. There just isn't. And, and these are these are these are decisions. Like I, I'm not throwing this out there just to be like contra, you know, controversy or. St- but these are decisions that you're gonna have to make because you're gonna see this name on your roster, right? You're gonna see Mike Evans, and then you're like, man, do I really trust that versus San Francisco on the road, or do I just fire up? Do I fire up Zay Jones versus Tennessee and? You've got to make that yeah. call. You know what I mean? Like, Jay, you make a great tough, point with, with DJ Chark. Like, are you starting DJ Chark this week or are you starting Devin Duvernay or Demarcus yeah. Robinson or, you know, or, or one of these other receivers? Like, who? These are the decisions. Even the Hollywood yeah. Brown, right? Like, Hollywood Brown versus the Patriots. I don't, I don't love the matchup. I don't love the wide receiver two for Arizona. And I think that game could be really bad, right? So it's like... There's there are opportunities here. I think, you know, you talk about Zay Jones. He he actually had a bad week last week versus the Lions, and it should have been great. It was just Christian Kirk. It should have been both of them. Zay Jones was coming off games where he had eight receptions and eleven receptions. The previous two had a bad week last week. Part of it was Trevor getting hurt. But it's like if he's back, he should be heavily involved. He has to be heavily involved. But it's so difficult to make that choice to say, I'm taking Zay Jones over Mike Evans. Mike Evans has been under 60 yards each of the last three games. And hasn't really been scoring as much, not producing low volume because he's been getting bracketed because teams have kind of figured out how to stop the Bucs and limit the Bucs to some degree. Now playing the Niners on the road, it's a tough game. Like, but Brady are you going home Brandon Cooks at all? Like, he's can out. You, expected can you to, start expected Cooks? to be out already. No, you can't. He's going to be out. He's expected oh, he's to not out? even. He's not even expected to play already. Yeah. And Nico Collins is is limited, I think, in practice right now or not practicing. But I mean, you don't. You, you're Texans, like you're but not I, trying to I'm play just, the Texans like, roulette wheel. Right? You're gonna get to a point, Jay, where you're you're literally rolling out like <laughs> I don't even know. Like, would you start Richie James versus the Eagles? It just that's what praying I'm saying. for garbage like, time. You, that's what I'm. Right? That's what I'm getting at. Like, you're in dirty hours, right? Like, are you starting Gabe Davis versus the Jets? Like, it's a, like uh, it feels yeah. like it's a good a good option at this point. Yeah, till he gets Sauce Gardner when he plays on the right side. <laughs> Tis fantasy, man. That's fantasy football this season, man. I, I just, it is Hurdle. what it is, man. I mean, is is Jaco- Somebody said Myers out. I don't know. Is he out? I don't even. Want, no, I, don't, I, I can't. Well, do you it you can wait a little bit because we'll get Saturday practice for Jacoby Myers as well. So we we'll, we will have a bit more information with him. Um, I haven't seen anything to say that he's out yet, though. He's just, I think he's questionable right now. So he didn't practice Thursday. Um, but yeah, you will have, because they do play Monday night, so you will have Saturday reports as well. So you'll have a bit more information F- on Myers. For you Our boy season. Fizzle said, how are we feeling about J.K. Dobbins this week or once he's back? Well, I'm not playing J.K. Dobbins. Can't There's no it, way. There's no way. It. I don't can't care how do desperate it. you are. It's just, Wait, I can't do n- it. Now they're saying uh, Jacoby Myers is out? My whole, my whole, 
We got a matchup this He's week. Out? All my players are out. Like you got a free win. You got a you got a free win. I have I nobody. Had, I had Devontae Adams shit the bed, so that's not great for ben me. Ben Skoranek gonna save me. If Ben Skoranek gets me to the gets me to the next round of our playoff matchup, that will be uh that would be. I'll have wild. to send you a jersey. I need a Ben. I'll buy a Ben Skoranek jersey, man. If Ben Skoranek gets me past your juggernaut of a team, I will buy a Ben Skoranek jersey. I will wear that bad boy, but. Uh, make sure you tap into our Start Sit show on um, Sunday morning. Uh, Mike yep. and Adam will be doing that. We'll have guests on that show as well. Um, I hope y'all get through. This is a rough week, man. We got good players on by, and uh, you know we got a lot of bad players that are going to be in lineups this week. But enjoy football this Saturday. Our newsletter, the All Gas newsletter, free newsletter, free ninety nine. It's out. Link is in the description below. Shout out to Brandon who works that and manages that to get it all together. America's Game Podcast tomorrow comes out with Eric Vanek. Uh, we've got the Injury Podcast from Jeff Mueller that will drop on Sunday. Uh, check yep. out. Go back through the, all the content we dropped this week, man. I really encourage you all to listen to Scott Connor's roster construction series, Threshold Wide Receivers. Go back mm-hmm. through that. You need to get that scoring matrix together. We're giving a lot of free information out via the newsletter on the YouTube channel and via the podcast network. So do that. Get your family members some Michelle Ladoro coffee, 15% yes, off with the promo code Wake Up. And then use the link, uh, the promo code right here, Wake Up, to get uh, get in on the prop bets. But we did have a super chat yesterday, Jay, or on Wednesday. It was from Jimbo. I took a screenshot of that joint because uh, I saw it and I try not to uh, try not to you know I, I want to make sure that we get uh, get all our people in there and then there's one in the chat today. Can you pull up the screenshot? I meant what the super chat was today, Jay. Let Is me. It, was that earlier in the? Because yeah, you talked about the comments. I got it. it was. It was uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got to get okay. to the super chat. Where's it at? It was in there. It's in there. It was, it was the only green one. Here we go. Competing. It's from Rhett Cortez. Appreciate you, man. Four ninety nine. Thank you. Competing next year, I own the 101, the 102, two additional top six picks, a late first. So he's got a bunch of firsts. Give a late first in Cortland Sutton for Travis Kelsey. Give 102 for Waddle. Roster construction is good. Would you trade your 102 for Waddle, Jay? Yeah, I'd do that. Easy. Give me Jalen Waddle. I think so, yeah. Easy. And would you trade a late first rounder and Travis Ke- and Cortland Sutton for Travis Kelsey and he's competing? If you're competing, yeah, but if it's crazy to have to be competing and have all those picks, right? And but yeah, all, if you're I don't competing, know how absolutely. That off. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, if you're first, competing, absolutely. Uh, Dwayne McBride and Cortland Sutton for Travis Kelsey, absolutely. Um, that's a smash. Yes, both of those deals. The answer to the question, yes, 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 I would do both of those deals. Uh, Jimbo, I can't find. I don't know where I put your uh, put your uh, comment from the other day, but if you are in the chat. If you just hit us back with it, then I'll uh, I'll make sure that we get you up on uh, get you up on Monday. I don't know where the hell it's at. I got a bunch of shit on my computer screen and I can't find it. So it is what it is. But I promise you, baby, you you put it back in there or just tap back in on Monday, and then we'll make sure we get your uh, get your question answered, Jimbo. Let me see. He said I don't remember it, bro. Well, you get you get one on me, baby. You you get one on me. Just add, whatever you need. Monday throughout the end of the year, you get a free one on me. I got you, an IOU. I'm air writing it to you. It's stamped, time stamped, good as gold, man. But we appreciate y'all tapping in to the show this week. Enjoy football this weekend. 
Um, and make sure y'all wake up with us on Monday morning. We'll be back as we roll into the holiday season. Good luck. We out of this thing. Peace. Thank y'all for watching the Wake Up Show with myself and Jay Rich. If you finished the show and you're still hanging around and have yet to hit the thumbs up button or subscribe to the channel, do that right now and turn them alerts on while you're at it. If you want more exclusive access to me, Jay Rich, the entire Destination Debbie team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access make sure you subscribe to the newsletter for free 99 content and if you want to get in on that action use the promo code wake up over on prize picks for a 100 deposit match up to 100 for first time users and a brand new show dropping on the mojo youtube channel myself and jay rich will be talking about these players and their value from a stock market perspective every single week this fall over on mojo it's all gas all the time. Love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace.